I'm going to read from Two Augusts in a Row in a Row, which is set in 2001, and the uh, narrator is Philip, a drag king. And uh, Philip's at a party in New York meeting Gene Dante. Okay, here we go. I suddenly remember the party is for his new book and say, hey, congratulations on your new book, fiction. Gene smiles. Thank you, nonfiction. I consider it more of a pamphlet rather than a book. I talk about how the United States government is on the verge of becoming the most fascist dictatorship in the entire history of the country. I sigh and say, I know. <laughs> Gene grabs his chair arms and incredulously jerks forward, so I see the back of his jacket twisting up his back as he turns his face into mine. You know, you know? I smile slightly. Yes, the bushes should all be taken out on a stick, French Revolution style. Jean's eyes dart around the room. Yes, well, you can't say that too loudly these days. This was 2001. I notice how well-groomed and clean his hands and nails are and pull my chair even closer to him to whisper, I know what you mean. I perform in drag, singing, no lip-syncing. I perform a few magic tricks, such as pulling a lit candle from my briefs. Jean smiles and press impressed and takes my hand and says, I give you my blessings. You need to be very brave to perform that way in the current climate. Carajo, carajo, carajo. These are the words I have for you. His fingers surround my hand and make mine look tiny. He uncrosses his legs to a less painful position and still holding onto my hand repeats, Carajo, carajo, carajo of the ocean. I am an old man, but can you feel the electricity in my hand? I feel a charge coming through his hand and say, yes, very strong electricity. Jean continues for a third time, I am giving you my blessings, my transmission. You need a lot of courage. Carajo, carajo, carajo de la mer. <laughs> Tangible currents of energy flows against his hand again from his hand to mine. I look through the apartment windows into the night's darkness. At first I think I see people falling between here and the next building, but the shapes reveal themselves to be only the tree shadows shaking in the wind. He keeps my hand, then confesses in a whisper, you know, my best friend is dying. I'm surprised by his frankness. Your friend, do you mean your lover? Yes, my lover, my companion, we've been together for 40 years. Okay, so now we're gonna jump forward to um, the astral rubelad and um, where Philip encounters a witch. The basement's dust stings my sinuses up to my eyes, but the damp earth smells are delish.
I think about when I was three, stepping out of the front door just to take a walk. I keep going, knowing I would return to the beginning just like I would on a walk with my family. When I calmly arrived home around the suburban block, I was proud of the success of my adventure. From a dark corner, I hear barely audible hissing like a snake. Creepy. There is a delay between the sounds and my understanding of what is being said. When you were a little girl, when you were little, in a belittling voice, a wee, a wee three-year-old, you walked off. You were not running away. You were just on an adventure. What? <laughs> Who is there echoing my thoughts? <laughs> the disembodied voice hisses in high-pitched disparaging tones. When you were a little child, it sounds like a witch. For a moment, I don't breathe, holding strong until light mist drifts in and illuminates long, straight silver hair. I squint and see an older witch, her teeth gleaming through a bemused smile. The light also illuminates her can of beer. <laughs> She looks familiar. I ask her, who goes there? Have we met? <laughs> My name is Frisia. What's your name? She growls out in a harder than sing-song Swedish accent. I say, Frisia. I am Philip. I emailed you last month. <laughs> to tell you you were in my dream. My eyes finally adjust to the dark, and I see several bodies lounging on pillows and on the floor, their eyes glassed over as if they are hallucinating. Frisia hums, hmm, 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 pulls a glowing ball of light out of a top hat and toss it, tosses it onto the ceiling, lighting up her pink and red and lavender kimono, which dances as she glides along. Her face is in shadows, and she's lost in a dance, bent knees and elbows, her palms facing the ceiling. When she stops, I feel her eyes look at me head to toe. I'm surprised to feel sexy. <laughs> she lets out a peal of nasty laughter, and I want to try to kiss her, but I hold back. Frisia slips a large paintbrush and a bottle of black sumi ink from her robe sleeve. She paints broad, wide strokes on the wall. Okay, skipping ahead. <laughs> All of the drawings fade, then Frisia takes a lecturing tone and says, The tower comes and breaks open your heart. Your heart will be open and become like a big ship. I see you are married to your cat. <laughs> Soon you will be dating a tree, <laughs> a special tree that travels around the world. All will work out okay. Just dive in. <laughs> Frisia swoops her open hands together and forward in a diving motion. I smile at her. She steps up to me and lightly taps my heart chakra. 
The next thing I know, I'm waking up drooling on a green velvet couch in a totally different room, elegant chandeliers hanging from vaulted ceilings above and purple curtains surrounding a stage nearby. The room is full of people wearing outer space costumes. <laughs> the MC calls my name and I realize I have to sing. I breathe deep and onto the stage. I climb up onto the stage. I say, here is a new song, an offering to the fairy realm. Then I sing. Optimism reigns and reigns from a technological heaven, above crystal and silver bonsai, a charmed and mushroom cosmology. Spores travel intact through outer space, electric light angels drawn on the wall. Scientists found that another part of the brain is activated when one experiences communication with God equals believing in fairies and angels utilizes more of your brain. Transparent silk, beads, crystal and blue raindrops, dollhouse lights and a dainty world, teardrop mirrors, happy time. Embrace nanosecond, embrace your grief, absorb techno blessings, ceiling to floor, embrace optimistic disco glitter pins and fairy measurements, embrace her story, embrace of God, gods of small, all small things, spins. The charm ecstatically lingers, a subtle effect outside. A drug-like transformation over McCarran Park, a square of multiple floodlights float silver against golden dust clouds. Oh my goddess, Joseph Cornell would die. <laughs> <laughs>